Hey all, this is Chris with the Puget Sound Board Game Players. Hope you crazy kids are having fun playing games. As far as recent plays, I wanted to talk about Mr. Jack. Now, Mr. Jack is a hidden movement game that came out in 2006 originally. It's a two-player game where one player plays Mr. Jack. As we all know, he basically is a PG-rated version of the infamous Jack the Ripper, who stalked the Whitechapel district taking the lives of ladies of the night in the late 19th century London. The other player plays, I guess, the good guys, investigators who are trying to find out who Mr. Jack is. Now, the way Mr. Jack wins is he has to escape, and he does this by leaving the board provided he is not seen, or if the investigator player has not discovered Mr. Jack by the eighth turn, Jack wins. The investigator player can only win by moving a character to the character he thinks is Jack the Ripper and make an accusation. If the accusation is correct, the investigator wins. If it's not, the investigator player loses. And there's eight different characters that the investigator player plays, and each of the eight characters have special abilities. The key strategy in this game revolves around moving the characters. If a character is next to a streetlight or next to another character, those characters can be seen. And at the end of each round, investigator player asks if Jack can be seen, whether it be by the lights or by another character. Then the investigator takes that information and through process of elimination will hopefully know who Jack is before the eighth round ends. So, we played this game, played this with both you ho-dads. What are your thoughts of the game? What did you think, Elvis? I liked it. Having a hard time remembering the game. You drank a little, but I don't know. I don't think it was <laughs> enough to impact your judgment. It's true. You were actually pretty clear-headed. Just your memory. <laughs> yeah. I remember we played the other game, the Phantom of the Opera one, which is similar, right? Yeah, it's the same mechanics. I remember liking that one better for some reason. How about you, Pace? We played this pretty I, th I thought it was rigged against Jack. Oh, like the game? The balance? Yeah, very difficult as Jack to, to get away. And why do you say that? number of turns that they have to discover him, the kind of alignment of the characters in the places where they will or won't be seen seems like you don't have a lot of control. That's a good point, yeah, because Mr. Jack starts with the same player lineup. The characters always start in the same spot at the beginning of the game, whereas the game uh, Elvis just mentioned, Phantom of the Opera, they you have a random setup each time you play. Actually, this is in French though. How would you technically say that? Does anyone know? Le Phantom de l'Opera, l'Opera. Is that how you would say that? Le Phantom de l'Opera. Le Phantom de l'Opera. So yeah, Mr. Jack came out first, and it's designed by Bruno Cathala and Ludovic Malblanc. And now base mechanics of Mr. Jack is kind of what inspired Phantom of the Opera. So. Okay, well, do, do you is that remember... The same, is that the same designer for Phantom of the Opera? Yes. Okay. Same design group, same, yeah, same mechanics. I, yeah, I can't remember. I remember I liked it better, though. But I, I, did, like, I did like Jack. Basically, the, Phantom of the Opera uses the same mechanics, but different characters, random setup at the beginning, and instead of trying to find out who Jack the Ripper is, the investigators are basically trying to find out who the Phantom is before the Phantom scares the headliner out of the opera house. Certainly. Oh, I think that's what I liked about it more, is that you could kind of have, instead of just like the Home Alone mechanic, where you're just trying to keep yourself from being discovered until the end, you could actively, you had something else that you were trying to do as the as the Phantom as well. Uh-huh. And the abilities seem better. I like the move, the way that you move different. It was like the, you move from room to room, as opposed to just like a regular sort of like spaces type of move. The bo Like the secret passages, girl? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, in Phantom of the Opera, basically when you move you move characters by the number of other characters that are in the room with them. So I think that's kind of makes it a little more strategic because you don't know where characters are going to end up. Yeah. And you don't know where your opponent is going to put other characters. So, for example, like in Phantom of the Opera, if I move a character and there's three other characters in the room, 
that character can move up to four spaces. Whereas versus in Mr. Jack, it's basically one to three moves. And in Phantom, it's a little more, I think it's a little more strategic because yeah, people yeah. can end up where um, stacked on top of you and you don't know who's going to be where. But in Phantom, though, you have like, what is it? You have a room with a light out and you have a locked door. So basically, as long if a person is sharing a room with someone else, they can be seen. If a person is isolated or alone, they cannot be seen. So basically, you're trying to keep your people from being seen because once everyone is seen through process of elimination, the investigator can determine who the phantom is. So you have people moving around the light. You have one guy who can move the light around, one lady who can move uh, a lock around. You have one guy, I guess, whose body odor is so bad that everyone leaves the room yeah. when it ends a turn or something. It could be his conversation. Yeah. Well, the, the, maybe it's both. Conversely, there's a woman who is so attractive that it attracts everyone. Yeah, I remember liking that better. It had, it had more depth than the uh, Jack the Ripper game, the notional Jack the Ripper game. <laughs> well, it's so yeah, if anyone's looking for two-player games, these are I recommend both of these very much. I mean, I would recommend you start with Mr. Jack and then move on to Fan of the Opera. I guess you don't have to. You know, uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber stole all the music for that opera, right? I don't even know what the opera's about. What's the, what's the plot of it? Like Phantom a, of the Opera. You know, there's like a guy, he's like ugly, and he's attracted to this actress. Right. Opera singer. Wait, right? Opera singer. How did he steal the music? He got sued by like Oingo Boingo or Oingo <laughs> Boingo. Danny Elfman or something. Really? What? I don't remember. I don't know the details. Danny Elfman. I don't know the details, but he got sued and he lost for stealing, stealing some of the music. Some good songs that. But no, wait, yeah, they're really good because they're stolen from other good from popular one, songs. But what? No, no. What was the plot though? He's ugly. She sings. Do they fall in love or no? Um, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. You know, it's like I'm not. I don't I'll be honest. Know. Like playing the game. I mean, I'll, everyone's of course heard of Phantom of the Opera, but yeah. I'll be honest. Like playing the game has kind of got me curious about like the source material now. Honestly, I know <laughs> more about uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber still in the music than I do about the actual story. Uh yeah. It's not as old as people think it is. It's pretty new. Well, that's why it surprised me, because you said Danny Elfman. You're making a joke, though, right? No, it really was. It was like Danny Elfman. It's what? like popular music, totally. If I had my phone, and yeah, I'd look it up. But... Uh, okay. <clears throat> they don't allow phones in the recording booth. This professional strict. recording studio. Yeah. That's... Anyway, Camp Grizzly is the, is the story, the game of which the story we're doing tonight is based out of. But it's it's not just a two-player game, right? It's like, no, no. Okay, yeah. and I remember what I liked it, but it would have been better if we would have played with more people. Yeah. Because I think I was playing the, you know, the sub getting dominated, <laughs> and I had to control a bunch of the subs and get away from the killer. You so, mean the camp counselors? Yeah, you know. But it's still, it was really fun. I remember liking the game. It was cool. Camp it Grizzly. It had a cool, uh, it had like, just like, this is not like a the, BDSM uh, game. You know? <laughs> The the motif of the game is really cool. I think like a like a good eighties horror vibe. Right. You know, there's like for some reason there's like a tape cassette in my mind whenever I think of the game. Is there some kind of tape cassette on the art related? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's a card that's like a boombox. Yeah, something. maybe that was it. Okay, so basically you have it's a co op game and you have the players playing Camp Grizzly, you have the players playing as counselors and what they're trying to do is basically explore the cabins on the campgrounds to procure certain items and once they get those items then they can escape but what it really comes down to is each of the counselors has different abilities and health scores and you're avoiding the psycho killer who's obviously kind of like this jason yeah yeah like rip off of jason but he wears a bear's mask and is named otis and he's a psycho killer so 
what I actually really liked about the game was the art. That was actually the thing yeah, that kind cool. of st- stood out the most for me is like this comic book art. I don't know. I like comic book art, I guess. But and then you have different characters, and as he's going around, Otis is going around killing people around the camp. The the body count will go up, and it, he becomes stronger as the body count increases. So basically more difficult to uh, defeat him. As you're losing, it gets harder. Right, right, right. And a lot of it, it's it's typical Ameritrash game. Actually, Camp Grizzly's made by a company called Ameritrash Games, where it's all, it's no mechanics, no strategy. It's all based on pretty much die rolls, you know. So you, if, you, if you have a bad night with the dice, a la Arkham Horror or whatever, then you might have a bad time with the game. But I don't know. It's, with it's Otis. With Otis. But I just thought it was fun. But our tale tonight is inspired by... Camp Grizzly. haven't heard of the legend of Otis? It's part of Camp Grizzly's ethos. Or is it Porthos? Uh, you're thinking of the Three Musketeers. The candy bar? <laughs> no, seriously, bros. You haven't heard of Otis? How long have you guys worked here? Uh, longer than you, Kevin. Shut up, Joe. What do you know about it? I know that Three Musketeers was a book before it was a candy bar. You're such a nerd, Joe. Leave him alone, Kevin. You were saying, Kevin? Well, all right, Karen. There was this psychopath who grew up here in Camp Grizzly, you know, before it was a camp. Pass me another one of them beers, Taylor. You think you should be doing that, Jenkins? I mean, it's illegal and it's not very safe. We're the law around here, Taylor. You know what happens around here? Well... You know how often we get action. I... Never. That's how often. And you'll learn that after this first summer. But we took an oath. Uphold the law, blah, 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 blah. Speaking of action, you know who I wouldn't mind getting some action with is that Tracy. She's a counselor, Jenkins, and she's... Old enough to know where all the Barts go. (laughs) Jeez, Jenkins. Anyways, there's nothing to worry about. Campers are gone. This is the last night. There's the counselors and us on the grounds. This jack off. Yeah, this is Officer Jenkins. Go ahead, over. Yeah, another trespasser was sighted coming into your camp. Over at the 20 mile marker. You might want to check it out, over. I'm still training this rookie. Can't you boys take care of it? We would, but we're state police, not fish and gnat police, or whatever you boys are considered, over. We'll check it out. Over. Right. Witness said it was a big male wearing a bear mask. Over. Jeez, Jenkins, a bear mask? Probably just some stupid teenager. Right. State, we'll take care of it. Over. 
then watched the bear tear apart his parents, limb from limb. And from then on, he lived alone in the woods. Why didn't Child Protective Services come and pick him up? They couldn't find him, Karen! Yeah, what about the police? Was there a search? There was a search, but nothing could be found. Then how did they know what happened, Kevin? Damn it, you guys! You guys are ruining the story! They would have found him. Someone would have. The authorities. He then grew up in the woods, preying on campers. Scary story, bro. Karen, you remember that missing hiker? What was her name? You mean Maisie Stark? That's the one! Maisie! What about her? Otis. That's really gnarly, Kevin. You know what's even more gnarly, Tracy? What? To this day, he wears a bear's head as a mask. Look at that, Jenkins. Does he match the description? I don't know. We'll find out. Excuse me, sir. A little late to be cutting wood, eh? Jenkins? Why don't you step over here? Let's see some identification. I said, let's see some ident- Oh my god, Jenkins! This is Officer Taylor, the, the intruder over at 20, my, the bear mask, he- Say again, over! Jenkins! You bear, lower! What's the matter, Jenkins? Wait, I'm confused. He wears a bear's head or a bear's face? I already told you, he wears a bear's head as a mask. Like he hollowed it out? Like a pumpkin? No, bro, not like a pumpkin. <laughs> you guys are lame. You want to get out of here, babe? Lead the way, babe. Some story, huh? <laughs> yeah. What are you drawing? Oh, it's nothing. Let me see. Is that all of us, Karen? That's really good. Do you think so? Yeah, really good likenesses. You could work for the New Yorker or something. <laughs> Did you hear something? No. Wait, is there something over there in the bushes? Something big. Really big. Oh my. Big. It is, babe, and it's ready for you. Gross, not that. The tree. Oh. Look how huge it is. That's what Karen said to me the other night, babe. Yeah, right. 
that none. She wouldn't even know what to do with one. Not like you, right, babe? Mm, yeah, not like me. You ready for this, babe? Mm, yeah, don't tease me, babe. All right, babe. Get ready for it. Oh, yeah. Careful, Joe. It's okay, Karen. It's probably just... Ah! Officer Taylor? Good, good. You kids are, are safe. We need to get to the to the ranger tower. What happened? There's been an accident. We gotta find Kevin and Tracy. No, I'm keeping you guys safe. Once I call state, they'll bring in the cavalry. Come on, let's go. You kids will be safe here. There's there's rations, gas, water, lanterns. But the bus is coming for us tomorrow, right? Yes, but we need to contact State now. This is Officer Taylor at the Ranger Tower at Camp Grizzly, requesting assistance. Over. What happened to Jenkins? Over. Jenkins is dead. Armed individual with an axe and a bear mask. Seven foot. Over. Say again. Over. Jenkins is dead. Send help to Camp Grizzly! Over! Stand by for assistance! Be there within the hour, over! Within the hour? It will have to do. We're pretty isolated out here, but... Oh my god! Stand behind me! Identify yourself! Hey, it's Tracy! Kevin, he he... <laughs> Jesus. Alright, you guys sit tight. Where are you going? I'm going to keep a lookout down below. You can't leave us. You'll be all right. Just don't open the door. The state police will be here soon. That gas can fill. Mm. You should get some sleep, Karen. You know, if you guys want to make out or whatever, it's cool with me. <laughs> uh, no. We don't want to do that, Karen, right? Well... Oh my god, how long has it been? At least an hour. We literally have an axe murderer trying to kill us and the police still aren't here. Joe, maybe you should take a peek out the window to see if you see Officer Taylor. Good idea? I think I see... Oh my god! Oh, everyone stay back from the door! Oh my god, he's going to break through! We'll be okay, everyone just stay calm! Oh my god, Joe, oh my god! I got an idea. Karen, what are you doing? Oh my god, we're so gonna die here, I don't wanna die! I never even got to have sex with Ryan Gosling! Karen, be careful with that! Oh my god, he's almost through! Step back, Joe! See how you like this, Otis. Camp Abertoir, Part 7, The Final Beginning, was written by Chris Dowalder and starred Chris Dowalder, Elvis Cunningham, Pace Garrett, and Emily Arnold. Camp Abertoir, Part 7, The Final Beginning, was inspired by Camp Grizzly by Ameritrash Games. 
Julianne Alexander does all of our original artwork, which can be viewed at our website at boardgameplayers.com. Email us at the Puget Sound Board Game Players at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Anyway, I want to check our email and see the feedback that we're getting from our listeners. Um, we don't have Maybe anything. Look. There's nothing here right now. Do you have like a maybe like a spam blocker or something like that on there? Maybe I. Uh, once it takes. Oh uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Feedback that, spam. <laughs> that's true. Hold on, let me check the spam folder. Something about Britney Spears naked in Pakistan or something. Yeah. Yeah. But no, nothing from listeners. That being said, please give us feedback at the Puget Sound Board Game Players at gmail.com. I urge you, dear listeners, to email us anything you want. Your thoughts, rebukes, suggestions, story ideas, or scripts. And subscribe and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher. You know the drill. Maybe the email address is too cumbersome. It is pretty cumbersome. Like they don't want to type it. I, I, I don't that even like it. That would be a good reason, though. I don't even like to type it. It's yep. a passive audience. That's all. That's true. That's fine. But yeah. Well, yeah. Fucking take it and like it. Wait, what does that mean? Because they're passive. <laughs> oh. Take what we're giving. Like we're shoveling it in. They have no choice. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> just... Maybe they like you know like subscribed, but then they sort of like lost uh, you know the feed lost or motivation. Now they, can't or un- like, now they can't unsubscribe. Or they don't even want to upgrade the feed. You know, yeah, so like it's just, it's just there. there. It's it's like auto, downloads. Oh, there's a new one. Uh, uh, we get in our car and it auto connects to the Bluetooth, so we can't really stop and it auto plays. <laughs> there it is. Like, oh. Yeah, I'm all about self-deprecation <laughs> being the new theme of the show.